Are you sick of hearing you don't have enough experience to get work? Visit iPath.com to get the first part of our auto damage certification for free. Hello and welcome to the Independent Adjuster Podcast by IAPath. My name is Chris Stanley, and we're here to help you figure out how to get work in this industry and ultimately how to claim your life. Welcome to the IAPath Podcast. This is the home of current and future auto damage appraisers and adjusters. Whether you're currently working in the industry or interested in what it takes, thank you for being here. I am your host and your guide, Chris Stanley. Today is episode 33, and I got something really exciting. I got an interview with Jason Heenan. And he is a very experienced property adjuster. So we're going to deviate from the auto, auto with your permission for an episode. But he's the co-owner of Royal Adjusting Services. And he's also the host of a new podcast that started in March called Adjuster Talk, where he interviews other property adjusters from around the country. And I've listened to a few of them, and they're awesome. So if you've got an interest in becoming a property adjuster, or you've ever thought about it, this is something that you're going to want to pay attention to. Um, uh, but before we get into the actual interview, I've got to let you know, and it's really relevant to today's episode, that this episode is brought to you by Livegenic. And Livegenic is a real-time collaboration platform for insurance. And I can't ever say that right collaboration platform for insurance. Chris, what does that mean? It means it makes it easier for you, for your back office, uh, for the vendors, for the insurance carriers to all collaborate and get the files that they need. You can see photos, videos, and notes as they happen. So if I'm out in the field writing a property claim, as Jason is going to talk about, um, it gives you real-time feed and recording of your your inspection so you can go back and reference everything later create photos based on that video later and everything you're missing a photo you can easily grab it from the video i also saw it announced uh, the other day on linkedin that they're going to have automatic measurements yes automatic measurements of the house built in for you using livegenic i don't know how that's all going to work but that's really exciting so check out livegenic's full suite of real-time collaboration tools to help you streamline your lost documentation at iapath.com slash livegenic. So like I said, we're going to jump into an interview here with Jason Heenan, the co-owner of Royal Adjusting Services, and we're going to talk about how to transition from auto to property as a catastrophic adjuster. I hope you guys enjoy this interview. All right, Jason, thank you so much uh, for joining me today on the IAPath podcast. Thank you so much for coming and uh, talking with the adjusters to, today about property. You know, something I know absolutely nothing about. I don't even own a home, so how could I help an adjuster uh, get started in property? I can't, but I hear you can. So why don't you start off with why should any auto adjuster listen and take advice from you? Wow, Chris, thanks for letting me on the show here. And uh, that's, a, that's a big question to start off with, but I have a good answer for you. And that is, if you think you're going to get into a new industry or um, you're going to be prosperous and wealthy in this life in 2017, 
you're going to have to learn new things and you're going to have to develop new skills in order to do that. There's no easier transition, in my opinion, from auto over to property. And I'll tell you why in just a minute. Awesome. Awesome. So I hope everybody's paying attention at this point because, Jason, you've had, I assume, looking at your background, you've had some success in this arena. All right. If you want to talk about that, um, we talked a little bit before the show. You know, uh, Royal Adjusting Services is the company I co-founded back in 2008 with uh, my business partner, Hagen Knox. And adamantly, we were kids. Uh, we were stuck in Seattle, Washington. Over the winter time, you know, I don't think we saw the sunshine one one time in 60 or 90 days. Uh, missed our families for the holidays that year. And, um, you know, he sat down and said, you know, we can do this better. There's a better way to do this. And uh, so that was the day the idea happened. And it was a month later. We were doing paperwork. And we spent a little bit of money on this and spent a little money on marketing and that type of thing. And it didn't necessarily pay off, but... Um, uh, it was more of a commitment that this this idea we had is we're going to turn into a, a living, breathing entity. And now we're doing around a thousand claims a month, um, which is a, a good volume compared to where you know where we started, which was you know running a few claims a day out in the field. Wow. So, so are you admitting that you're no longer a kid, Jason? Is that what you're telling me? I, <laughs> I, I'm not going to go that far. Okay, so, I was going to uh, say, I, I can't go that far for myself right now. Uh, I still enjoy getting in plenty of trouble. That's but awesome. So, so, Chris, here's the story. This is, I think you're going to get a kick out of this. I have um, luck, right? either good or bad, whatever you want to call it. But I always have luck. And do you remember a company called Safe Auto? Yes. Okay. I don't know what happened to Safe Auto. I know they were sponsoring uh, some UFC fighters you know, probably 10 years ago or something. But I started as a liability adjuster in 2004 for night transportation. And I made a very good connection there with a guy named Isaac Rushton. Um, real smart, real savvy guy. Always um, always going to work his way to the top. He's, he's like the cream in the cup of the coffee. He's always going to rise. And Isaac took a job for Safe Auto, and in 2006, I had made my transition to Nationwide and got into property and worked Hurricane Rita. In August of 2006, I, uh, I came home. I was done. I was 10 months uh, down in Beaumont, and I got home, and uh, I, I, you know, just kind of the, the same fabric of this podcast, I decided I was going to make a transition. I was going to learn auto. Isaac had taken a job at Safe Auto, and this this is where the uh, this is this is where the dumb luck comes in. He offers me the state of Texas for Safe Auto, and I know nothing about auto appraisals. And so I take like the first thirty claims in DFW. We we had a hailstorm right around um, April fifteenth. I always call it the tax day storm. Yep. Uh, of two thousand seventeen, or I'm sorry, two thousand two thousand seven. So it's ten years ago. And I take these claims, and uh, I get some help from a body shop, you know, how, how to write up these uh, the paintless repair estimates and that type of thing. And uh, then Pilot called me back and said, hey, we want you to run this, and then we want you to go to El Paso. And, and so, uh, long story short, I abandoned this 
excellent book of business, having no idea the potential of it. I took it and I ran uh, property claims for another company, you know, taking 65% or 60%, whatever the fee schedule cut was, instead of taking 100% for myself. But again, that was me being a, uh, a child in the business world. And I would say that was probably my largest mistake, but that's my dumb luck story. Wow. And I have tried auto. Yeah. So, so have you gone back to auto since then, or have you kind of been on the property aside ever since? You know what? Ever since, uh, we started picking up a higher volume of claims, which I would say we really started doing business in 2011, where we really had to be on top of uh, developing administration and, and acquiring new talent. Um, I have since stopped developing any new technical skills for the field. Gotcha. Gotcha. So uh, let's pretend there then, uh, Jason, that <clears throat> there's an auto adjuster listening. Let, let, let's pretend. And, and he has a license, okay? And he wants to transition to property for whatever reason. You know, auto, you kind of hit a cap. You can't break through it. We all know that properties where the Hurricane Katrina crazy numbers came from, and they just hear these glory stories. And I've heard your own podcast. We'll talk about that a little later. But heard your own podcast. And, you know, it's a lot of the same struggles as auto, but kind of on a bigger scale, but the payoff's bigger in the end. So what should that auto adjuster who's saying, man, I got to get into property, I got to break the ceiling I'm on um, and I'm under, what do they need to do first? Excellent question, Chris. Uh, so your resume, first of all, is so important that you already have some adjusting experience. Most of the time... I can tell you when I'm looking at resumes, it's more important. I don't care about your liberal arts degree. I don't care that you went to some fancy school. I want to see some sort of relevant experience. The fact that you've already adjusted claims, you know how to speak to insureds, you know how to operate uh, some sort of estimating software, and you're able to diary and document your daily activities in the file, that, mean, that means everything. So the pieces you're missing as an auto person are uh, constru basic construction knowledge on a, on a home or a commercial building and the ability to run the estimating software in which uh, the, what we use is Xactimate or Xactimate as I say. So that, in my opinion, you have all the right background. You just need two more tools, which is so much less than what everyone else needs that wants it. Gotcha, gotcha. So that first step would then be to go get that basic knowledge of construction, take an Xactimate course, I assume, you know, find one of those combo schools, kind of what, what what's your suggestion there? You know, here's what I recommend and here's what we do. If if I have a person, and, I, and I'll give you an example right now, we have two or three different guys we're training, uh, one of them, and I don't know why more people don't do this, but he's a firefighter, and so they have these great 24 on 48 off schedules. And, you know, most uh, service people have some sort of side job, whether it's a moving company or a lawn service. I don't know why more guys aren't uh, cross-training to be adjusters in the spare time. So anyway, what we do is we take these guys and then we put them on what I call a ride-along program. And this is where your social network is so important. For every auto guy, I'm sure there's a property guy. I don't know the stats on that, Chris. But I do know that if you can get into the cab of a truck with a property adjuster and, 
he will be so happy to be able to talk to somebody who's genuinely interested in what he does. And we'll be happy to teach you and, and, and let you climb his ladder and get on the roof and, and do those types of things. And that's what we do to develop new people. And I love developing new talent as opposed to taking someone who's done it one way for 20 years. I love taking a guy who's eager to learn and uh, and wants to go out there and wants to learn um, how to do property claims. And you'll see, I, I think you would see if you wrote along what an easy transition it would be. It's the same conversations about depreciation. It's the same conversation about, uh, uh, you know, uh, how you get your repairs done and that type of stuff. So, <clears throat> well then, because you mentioned, you know, the eagerness, which obviously you got to be eager to survive in this industry, whether it's on the auto, the property, it, it's a really... Uh, hard industry to survive in if you don't have that drive. So with an adjuster who's looking to transition, um, what's the long-term feasible goal they should have in their head of becoming a property adjuster? How long is that journey you know, to that financial stability point if they hook up with a Royal Adjusting Ride-Along program or they go start taking the property courses and they get their first opportunity? You know, what's the realistic expectations here? All right, if I had to pay a timeline, let, let, let's say you were getting ready for, you know, you, you would want to time your entry. If, if you had that option, you would certainly want to time your entry uh, because it's a window for an independent property adjuster, which is much different than a staff adjuster. Those jobs come and go, and you, you, know, you just reply to ads, basically, you see on LinkedIn or wherever you're job searching at. But if you're trying to get into the independent side, the big money is made between, I'd say, March 15th and the end of July. And that's not dependent on any hurricane. That is going to happen every single year. We are going to have spring storms. They're going to start down south, and they're going to work their way up north as the summer goes on. It's so, the same in auto. It's the exact same thing in auto. March to September no. is your money making. I mean, it's just, and then you're done. Forget it. <laughs> you know, Ab- go back absolutely. to daily claims. <laughs> absolutely. And, and so, if I were going to time that, I would, I would, if if I were trying to get into the independent side on property, I would, I would start my work on the fall preceding the spring you wanted to get in. Realistically, I'm going to want you to ride on 30 to 60 claims. I'm going to, I'm going to want to have confidence that you can run exactly me and 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 you can get me a file that is at least 90% accurate on on, the, on your first submission. We so, as a business owner what I'm looking for is an adjuster who isn't going to chew up my time on the phone or via email reviewing all of his work, which is, you know, you're going to run into that whenever you first start. So you're telling me, I'm just making sure I'm ultra clear for everyone listening, because this is what I hear over and over on the auto side, on the property side, is I have a State Farm certification property class in April, and I'm going to get working this year. Are you telling me that's an unrealistic expectation, that they should prepare and start the fall before? You know, I, I talked a little bit about luck earlier, and I hate the word. It devalues uh, a great deal of preparation when people say you're lucky. If you want to make money, you better be ready. You better have your stuff ready to go uh, because there's a, a guy in front of you in line who probably is. 
and it, it, that's how competitive it is because there are guys out there that are cleaning house, Chris. They are making money, and they're, they're doing it fast, and, and, and they will take your job. So if, if you think you're just going to kind of casually segue into adjusting, I, th- I think that's, you know, I, th- I think that your uh, likelihood of failure is a lot higher than the guy who is, he has his backpack, he has his ladder folded up, he has his clipboard ready and his camera's charged. Yeah, absolutely. And you know how to load those photos onto your computer. Don't don't get me started on that one. Let me tell Oh you. man. <laughs> so Yeah, get ready to label some photos for yeah, sure. Yeah. So, you know, one thing that I see a lot of and I keep hearing you use the word preparation and, you know, getting ready and you're already you know, you're geared up. So <clears throat> what I see is, you know, I know property can make a great deal more once they get in, you know, a good hailstorm. I I heard some guys like to, you know, do a lot of different methods to their madness, small uh, claims, big claims, but uh, an auto guy can kind of cap out about 500, maybe a little more if there's some incentives there. Um, But even at 500 a day, so let's say a property guy's making $500 a day. I mean, that's good money, especially if you can sustain it over a few months, you know, to half a year. You're making really good money. And it seems like a lot of people, they want to make that money. They hear about that money and that and higher, but they're not willing to do that preparation. They're not willing to do the practice, as I call it. I'm like, stand in front of the mirror and practice your script about how to talk to an insured. So when you go do it the first time, you're not throwing up in your car before it. You know, like, these are things we should be willing to practice to make six-figure income, but for some reason there seems to be a, a disconnect for a lot of people. Have you found that to be true in the property side as well, that they don't see why they should have to practice anything? Oh, you bet. And you, absolutely. And then after you get so good at it, a lot of people's willingness to learn new things, uh, it just stops happening. They just, they're just not willing to do it anymore. And as, as a business owner, we have to, you know, being the adjuster is the tough position, and the whole claims, uh, the whole claims process. Being the independent adjuster is a tough job, and we have to do what the insurance company wants us to do. And and if we don't do it that way, they're going to find another company. And if you won't do it that way, then we have to find another adjuster. It's just as simple as that. We have to. We have, you know, we're governed in, in our state by the Texas Department of Insurance. We have to do things a certain way, and as an adjuster, things change, and things changed violently, and, and and it's very abrupt. And hey, remember that thing we've been doing for two years? We don't do that anymore. Now we do it this way, and and so having that mindset of, you know, I'm going to conquer all. Those are the guys that are out there cleaning house. Chris. Yep. Those are the guys that are out there doing it, and they're doing it day in and day out. And going back to your uh, $15,000 a month, those jobs are out there. Uh, and for the property side, we call that day rate. I don't know what that is uh, on auto, but you get paid yep. not necessarily for production. You get paid for time. Usually it's 10 or 12-hour days, six to seven days a week. Yep, yep. That, that's what I'm talking about, yeah. Uh, that on the auto side is about the same. So, Well, Jason, I think that a lot of people can uh, – learn a lot from you, can learn a lot from your company, could connect to you. So tell us a little bit more about yourself, your company, and you have a podcast as well, which is what got my attention, and how others can connect to you who may be interested in transitioning or if they're a veteran property guy and want to uh, connect with the new company, kind of how they can do that. 
You betcha, Chris. I appreciate you uh, giving me an offer or uh, give me give me time there just to uh, plug my company. So, um, as you, you've heard me talk about how important the social atmosphere is and uh, how different media is and communication is so different than it used to be. I need any adjuster. I want anyone who's interested in talking or listening or has questions to shoot me uh, a, a Facebook friend request. Uh, come join the discussion at Adjuster Central, which is a big Facebook page. There's not a lot of auto discussions on there, and, and there's 3,500 independent adjusters that are commenting on that page daily. There's probably 30 updates a day on that page. Um, I update my uh, my podcast comes out on Thursday mornings. It's uh, uh, facebook.com forward slash adjuster talk, and then I'm available um, on Instagram and Twitter at uh, Jason underscore Heenan is my handle there. And I am looking for any and all communication. I am in the business at this point in my life to help and develop and to grow. And that's what I enjoy doing. So by, by gosh, shoot me all the questions you have, and uh, I'll do everything I can to help. Well, Jason, I really appreciate you being on. You've got a lot of the same heart that I do of why I started the IAPath is to help people, to develop them, to kind of bridge that gap that I saw everybody trying to jump you know, up to mm. grab that rung of the ladder. And it's like no one's helping them step up to this properly. So I really appreciate that I found a counterpart on the, the property side to go, hey, guys, this is someone you can connect to uh, because it doesn't stop with auto. You know, it, you, you could, but I don't know why you would. I have, but that's more because I, I like the lifestyle that I live in. Uh, I just haven't found the need to yet. But, man, I think a lot of people uh, really need you and uh, need your services. So I appreciate it, and I look forward to, to our future talks on Adjuster Talk. All right, Chris. Thanks for inviting me on the show, and we'll talk to you next time. All right, man. Thank you, Jason. Yep. So, guys, you heard the call from Jason. Uh, it seems like he is a wealth of knowledge and, more importantly, has a heart to really want to help people. So, Take him up on it. You heard him. Connect to him, uh, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's connecting with them through email. However you can get a hold of him, get a hold of him. If you're wanting to start property, he wants to desperately help people get into this industry. He has a very similar desire to help people transition or to step up into property as I do for getting started in auto and, and getting started, period, in the adjusting world. So, Take him up on it. Don't be shy. And I hope that he's given you, you know, some more fire in in your backpack, you know, in your heart uh, to make you want to climb and, and do something even more than maybe what you've been doing. I've kind of been settled in the auto world for so long now. It seems crazy to even think about going to property. But, you know, that conversation really got me thinking, why don't I try property? Maybe one day I will. Uh, so if you got that desire, take them up on it, act on it, uh, get it done. And then the last thing I want to let you guys know is that tomorrow, because this comes out on a Monday, tomorrow, Tuesday, May 2nd, uh, my first book comes out, The Hail Adjusters Playbook. It will officially be in Amazon unless I mess something up. So if I mess something up, I'm sorry, but it will be live in Amazon, and I would love for you guys to check it out. Um, you can also, once you get the book on Amazon and then you read through it and you leave a great review, yes, you're going to do that. It doesn't have to be a great review if you don't like it, but you're going to leave a review either way on Amazon. Um, 
inside of the book, there's a link, and I'll go ahead and tell you the, it now. It's called the HailAdjustersPlaybook.com. If you go there, you're going to be able to register to receive a free copy of the audiobook once it's done. Make sure you do that. There's also some other cool things you can check out there. So <clears throat> get the Hail Adjusters Playbook on Amazon for Kindle, for your phone, your PC, whatever, wherever you read uh, eBooks at, and, and check it out. And let me know what you think. Email me, chris at iapath.com with any questions, comments, concerns, but leave your reviews on Amazon. All right, guys, until next time, keep walking your path. I am your guide, Chris Stanley. Are you dreaming of a career in auto damage, but find yourself not meeting the experience requirements? You can try the first part of our seven part auto damage certification for free. This allows you to dive deep into auto damage training with no strings attached. And if you love it, you can continue on and purchase the full program. With this certification, you gain not just in-depth knowledge and skills, but also an all-access pass to our exclusive community, a full year of mentorship, and yes, get the two to five year experience requirement waived with over 40 firms. Your future in auto damage begins today. Visit iPath.com to start your free trial and discover where iPath can take you. iPath, claim, your life.